Purposes to Help You Heal, and I'm your host, Marie Monville. We are going to spend 10 minutes talking about healing. What kind of healing do you need? Is it in your mindset? Is it emotional healing? Is it spiritual healing? You know, there's a lot of healing that we all need, and this is where you're going to find it every week, 10 minutes on Tuesday. I'm so glad you're spending this time with me. Welcome back. This week, we're talking about boundaries, and maybe that is a tough subject for you. I feel like oftentimes we grow up with this understanding that boundaries are a difficult thing or they're a bad thing, that they're this element that we institute when something isn't working. And that is true. But this week, I want to help you see boundaries in a little bit different way. Because if we can approach it from a place of knowing that it's they're good for us, that they serve a good purpose... And that it's not a place of just trying to eliminate or exclude, but that it's a place of protection. I think then it changes the way we see them. Because, you know, last week we talked about love. We talked about entering into God's love, creating a space where he can love us. And I think for some of us, it's hard to allow God in. It's hard to lower those walls around our heart. And when we think about, you know, why we have those walls around our heart, they're boundaries. But often we take these boundaries that ought to be meant for other people, and instead we put them between ourselves and God. And we still let the other people in, but we keep God out. Because maybe we're saying to ourselves, you know, either consciously or or unconsciously, God, if you really loved me, then you wouldn't allow all this hard stuff in my life. You wouldn't have allowed all of these difficult circumstances. And you know, I get it. I've walked through hard circumstances. I understand that place of questioning God and asking him why he's allowed these things. But, you know, when we think about people who have hurt us, because generally in those conversations with God saying, you know, why have you allowed these hard circumstances in my life? Many of them relate to people. They relate to people who have let us down, people who have, you know, betrayed us, people who have caused us pain. And so really, the walls that we place in our heart ought to be between us and those people, not between us and God. Because I do believe that God has a plan of restoration and redemption for our life. And I understand that he allows us to walk through things that we would never choose for ourselves. But I also believe that a lot of times we are walking out the aftermath of someone else's choices you know, a place where we didn't get to decide and it wasn't God's best for us. What those people did, it it wasn't God's choice. It was their choice because we all have free will. We all get to make choices. So if we can live in a place where instead of putting these walls or these boundaries up between ourselves and God, what if we could instead put the walls up put the boundaries up between us and the people who are prone to hurt us. Now, I understand, you know, sometimes that's complicated because maybe these relationships are are people that we are going to see on a daily basis and there isn't any way we can remove them from our lives. But then it's changing how we think about it, changing how we think about ourselves. And that's really the beauty of what boundaries does. I grew up in Lancaster County, so I'm well familiar with farms. And, you know, even if you haven't grown up in farm country, you can envision it too. So every farmer, if he has cows, he needs a fence because he needs to keep those cows where they belong. Not just because he wants to keep other people away from his cows, but because 
he needs to keep his cows safe and his cows are not going to understand that they can't wander out onto the highway. They're not going to know that. How could they? So the farmer puts a fence up to keep them where they need to be. He keeps them in the place that's safe for them. He keeps them where he can take care of them, where he can keep an eye on them, where he can make it good for them. And that's what boundaries do for us because boundaries keep us in a place that's safe. Boundaries keep us in a place where we are taken care of. Yeah, they also keep those other people out. But what if instead of thinking to ourselves, well, if I make this boundary, they're going to be mad or they're not going to understand. What if we could just see it as a place of protection for ourselves? What if we saw the value in it for us? You know, and that comes to that place of really valuing ourselves. In previous episodes, we've talked about negative self-talk and we've talked about our value and our worth. And when we know that we have value and worth, when we are solid on this understanding that we deserve to be loved and we deserve to be taken care of, then we're better able to love and take care of ourselves. And that's what we talked about last week, learning to love ourselves and what that, what does that even look like? So if you're coming into this and you haven't listened to that episode yet, maybe pause here, go back and listen to that one and then come back and join us again. It won't take you long, only 10 minutes. But you know, boundaries are a good thing. They're necessary. We all need boundaries. The farmers need boundaries. Boundaries protect what's inside of them. It keeps them safe. And so maybe you are thinking about someone or a situation where you need boundaries. Sometimes we need boundaries from ourselves because I think a lot of us can really fall into that place where we want to fix everything for everybody else. Have you heard that saying, not my circus, not my monkeys? I tell myself this all the time because I'm somebody who likes to help people. I can see the necessary strategy. I know how to fix it. And too often, if I don't pause to think about whether or not that's my circus and my monkeys, I enter in to help somebody with something that I shouldn't have taken on. And then inevitably, I get frustrated because I'm tired. You know, I'm exhausted from trying to help them sort all this stuff out. And then I have to realize, you know what? I did this to myself this was never my circus. These were never my monkeys. And I owned them. I owned them like they were. So sometimes the place we have to start is saying, what are the boundaries I need with myself? You know, maybe a boundary that we need to have is a specific time that we go to bed every night. I'm a better person when I get an adequate amount of sleep. So I know one of my boundaries is the time that I'm going to be crawling into bed every night. Another boundary we have to set is what time we get up in the morning. We know we can't just lay there, you know, for an extra hour or two every day. We have a boundary on that. It's good for us. It keeps us in a place where we can have the kind of life we want to have. Same thing happens when it comes to relationships. You know, maybe there's somebody that constantly drags you down. And every time you're with them, you try really hard not to get into the drama, not to feel discouraged, but you walk away in a completely different mood than you were before you started talking to them. And so maybe, you know, that person is a person that you need to create a boundary with. And sometimes we have to do this gradually. Maybe it's a place of 
starting for you. It doesn't have to mean that you just avoid them altogether and you never see them again, but maybe you only talk to them once a week instead of two or three times a week. Or maybe you try to text them instead of have a phone call. You know, if they call you and you know that if you answer the phone, you're going to be on the phone for half an hour and you really only have five minutes, maybe you just text them and say, so sorry, I missed your call. I only have five minutes. What do you need? Just pop me a text and I'll get back to you. It's okay to work towards our boundaries in gradual steps. But I think oftentimes the place we need to start with that is saying, you know, what needs to change in my life? Do I need to change the way I see myself? Do I need to change the kind of relationships I have with other people? Do I need to change the relationship I have with God? Because if we are in a place where we're saying, hey, one of the boundaries I know I have is that I have this place where I kind of keep God at an arm's length. I won't allow him to get close to me because I feel like whenever I do, I get disappointed. Then that's a place to challenge ourselves. A few years ago, after my dad passed away from cancer, I remember going through a season where I told God, God, I'm not dreaming anymore because every time I do, I'm disappointed. It's always hard and I'm not doing that. So just tell me what you want me to do and I'll do it, but I'm not dreaming. And he let me go like that for a while. You know, God's good like that. But then I felt his challenge to me and his wisdom in this place where I needed to shift the way I saw it. Because the reason I was disappointed is that every time I would feel God speak something to my heart, I would automatically envision the ending. I would go straight from the beginning to the end and think that I knew what it was supposed to look like. Well, nothing ever goes according to my plan. And so I was always disappointed because the ending was never what I thought it was supposed to be. But then I realized that it wasn't about having this expectation of an ending, but that it was about having an expectancy of the way God was going to meet me and everything he was going to show me through the middle. Because we're never going to get to the ending if we don't have that middle journey. And it's in the middle where we discover so much. The view is beautiful, and we find out things about God or ourselves that we never could have seen otherwise. And so that wall in my heart that was saying, don't ask me to dream because I don't want to be disappointed, he helped me take that down. And maybe you have a wall in your heart. You know, maybe you have this place where you've been holding him at arm's length because you felt disappointed. And that's a place to come to him and say, God, would you help me to remove this boundary? Would you help me to let you in? And just like sometimes we have to do it in small steps with other people, God knows. And maybe we need him to do it in a gradual way with us. You know, he's faithful. He's gentle. And he's never going to push us farther or faster than we're ready for. So whatever it is that you feel like you need when it comes to boundaries as we come to the end of this conversation, God's got that for you. He already knows. And so if you need to take a fresh look at boundaries for yourself, ask him to help you with that. If you need some help instituting boundaries with other people, he'll give you the wisdom for it. And if you need some help removing the boundaries you've placed between you and God, let me tell you, he is going to be so excited to help you tear them down because there is nothing he wants more than to love you. 
I hope you'll come back and join me next week. We're going to talk about one of my favorite topics. It's choosing hard. You know, sometimes there isn't a win-win in our situation and we have to choose hard even when we don't want to. I want to talk to you about how to love your life even when you don't love your circumstance. Come back with me next Tuesday, 10 minutes. It's going to be great.